Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's 
Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show. Basketball edition is officially live. Appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Gamecocks fall to the Clemson Tigers final score of 72-67 to at Little John Coliseum as Clemson outscores South Carolina 49-37. to in the second half, Gamecocks fall to Clemson. Their first loss of the season, 7-1. and one. Clemson stays perfect. They move to 8-0 and oh on the season. Guys, again, want to say thank you to our friends with A1 Air Quality Consultants for their love and support of the Spurs Up show and of the A1 Air Quality Consultants postgame call and show. Guys, that being said, We'll go ahead and open things up. Your questions, your comments, and your voicemails. Guys, admittedly, this is the first time we've done this after a basketball game, so I'm not quite exactly sure if we're going to get the same energy, uh, the same excitements after basketball as we did football all season long. But I figured, you know what, for the rivalry game, it calls for it. So here we are talking Carolina basketball. And, uh, guys, listen, a tough loss, a, a tough loss for South Carolina. Um, Thought the atmosphere at Little John Coliseum was good, but the Gamecocks just not enough punches in that one. Panic Ritter. Panic Ritter, you're on the air. Well, first of all, Juice Balls, kiss my ass, getting a haircut. You should not be welcome here. You got money. You go to a barber shop. Anyway, we did well, but my thing is we're doing well on this set of games, but SP games is going to be a whole lot harder. Let's hope we could do good as he played. Panic Ritter, well said, man. I appreciate you calling him. Good stuff from Panic Ritter. And guys, again, you know it's uh I mean, it's just funny, man. We're we're doing a post-game call-in show on basketball, and Panic Ritter's first comments are about Juice Wells and the football team. So there you go. <laughs> kind of kind of goes to show you what rules the roost, if you will. Uh, either way, guys, phone lines back open, 843-790-337. So, you know, I mentioned I posted during that game. You know, it felt like, guys, for a while there, I mean, I really thought South Carolina was in a great position to win that game because it just – it felt like every time Clemson had a punch, South Carolina would respond, right? Clemson was never able to build any sort of lead. And uh, just late in that game, I think you saw the energy of home field advantage. Awesome. and Kane Bay. Clemson making plays really come up big. Let's turn to the lines here. Kane Bay, stand up. What's going on, man? Hey, Chris, what's up, man? Glad to have a call-in show for the basketball game. Let's keep the same energy as we did during football. Man, it was fun. Uh, It's been fun watching the Gamecocks. I like what Lamont's doing. Um, And we just took the foot off the the throat on them, man. We had them. Just too many uh, errant three-pointers, but I think we, we all know we live and die by them, but Hey, two quick things I'll leave you with. Fear the quarters up and fuck Clemson. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. The folks from Cane Bay always bringing the energy. Fear the quarters up. Guys, just some numbers for you. Michi Johnson, the Gamecocks' leading scorer, 26 points in that game. South Carolina shot 36% from the field, which really goes to show you how poorly they shot in the second half because South Carolina, I think, was around – 42% after the first half, uh, 33% from three, eight turnovers, Clemson with 10. Gamecock did get out-rebounded, 42-38. I thought it was very apparent Clemson had the advantage down low. Give Carolina credit, give guys like D.J. Mack and others a lot of credit for doing all they could, but but certainly with Shifflin and, and D.J. Hall. and You could just tell, right, Clemson had the advantage down low in the ballgame. Um, uh, again, Carolina 10 of 30 from three. Clemson 8 of 18 from three, 44%. A lot of that damage coming in the second half. Gamecocks were not good from the charity stripe, guys. 13 of 19 free throws, 68%. Uh, and you lost that game by five. So Call from Mark. Mark, you're on the air. What's going on, Chris? Uh, first of all, it's cool doing a little call-in show after the basketball game. Um, love the show. But um, Thank you. I think biggest thing is we can take a, take some good things out of this. So, like I said, um, I mean, me, I'm good because I took Carolina in the point. So, I mean, I won. But seriously, 
um, you know, I, we pretty well controlled that game up until the end. But when you're on the road against a good team like that, you know, you got to make free throws. And, you know, this team's been shooting, what, about 78% free throws this season. And I think we were like 11 of 20 or something like that in this game. And, you know, things like that, that proved to be the difference. So I think, you know, I, I think there's a lot of positives. So I think we did pretty, pretty well. Um, we're not there yet, of course, but, you know, they didn't blow us out the roof. And, you know, I, I think, I think we got a lot to look forward to the rest of the season. Mike, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much, by the way, for the kind words, and I think your analysis is spot on. I'm going to take your comments off air if you don't mind, but I do appreciate it. To his point, to to echo what Mike is saying, again, I thought Gamecocks plus 10 was an easy pick. You know, I picked the loss, and a lot of people did not like that, but I just felt like, guys, first road test, true road test for this basketball team, Clemson, give them credit. They are a good team. I think that Clemson team – is probably a NCAA tournament team, Brad Brownell, this year. Uh, you know, so I, I think that what's weird, guys, is South Carolina beat Clemson last year. And besides the fact of feeling great because you beat your rival, like even after South Carolina beat Clemson last year, I, I didn't look at Gamecocks men's basketball and say, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be a real force, right? They're juggernauts. What I watched on the floor tonight, I, I think that was two good basketball teams. Like, I, I think the basketball in the Palmetto State is at a high level this year. I think South Carolina, it's night and day different from what we watched last year. And it's just kind of the irony that, you know, that's the case. And you won last year, but lose this year. But, I mean, guys, again, that's why I picked the loss. It's just, it's tough to go on the road and withstand the crowd and withstand the runs. And, and basketball, right, it's such a game of runs. You saw the Gamecocks up 11 at one point, and that lead is just gone like that, and Clemson got some momentum, and they got their crowd uplifting them, and that's why, guys, we talk about all the time. I mean, the home court advantage in college basketball, It's that's why you talk all the time, like, you got to win your home games. You got to protect your floor, because you know how hard it is to win on the road. So, you know, I, I don't leave this game. I mean, it sucks to lose the arrival, obviously, and every, we all heard the Clemson chance at the end, who's your daddy, little brother, whatever. I mean, Listen, Clemson, you earned the right to do it. Clemson won the basketball game, but I don't leave this game sweating it in the slightest about, you know, is South Carolina a quality team this year? And I'm not telling you they're going to finish top half of the SEC or anything crazy, but this team is much improved, much improved from what we saw last year. Guys, phone lines are back open, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. You can call that number, text that number. You can also comment. I see our guy Bruin Nation in here. Madison Duncan's in here. Joey Smith's in here. Um, let's see. Jonathan Keith Phillips says, I think this should be a lesson learned. I mean, this team was picked to finish dead last in the SEC. I think we finished second in the East. Well, Jonathan Keith, I hear what you're saying. There aren't divisions in basketball. Um, so, but anyways, I get what you're saying. Um, Jake, if a loss can help, this team will learn a lot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's see. Chuck, Chuck Burkett, too many missed threes, too many missed free throws. I mean, I, you know, I thought there were some costly turnovers late as well, guys, that really, really cost South Carolina um, some sloppy play, I, I thought, down the stretch. You know, again, guys, Gamecocks, it felt like we're in control of the game. Gamecocks were in control of the game for most of the ball game and uh, just could not hold on. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from. Billy and Greer. Billy and Greer, you're on the air. What's up, dude? Listen, I just wanted to bend a little bit. I'm so freaking sick of losing to Clemson in any damn thing. I just, I wish that our athletic department would put more emphasis on beating Clemson. And I'm, I know that they're trying. It just, it just gets frustrating. I know you know what I'm talking about. Everybody out there listening knows what I'm talking about. And it's a moral victory. They played well. You know, this basketball team is clearly much better, you're right, than they were last year, even though they won that game last year and we lost this year. It just gets frustrating. And, you know, listen to all the BS coming from all the Clemson fans, and rightfully so. We'd be, you know, hard to live with too. But, you know, this whole thing of not being able to win is williams Price is just getting getting to me now. I'm, I'm getting old, dude. I'm in my 50s. And I just want this crap to change eventually. Shouldn't we expect more, you know, across the board, outside of the, the women's basketball program? Listen, I think you're 110% right. I was getting texts from buddies after the game just for, in regards to echoing what you're saying. And, um, I mean, it definitely sucks, too, when you're talking about basketball or baseball where, um, I mean, let's face it, right, the non-conference is what it is. And a lot of folks are, are basing their – excitement for the season off of what happens in the rivalry game, right? Because typically it's like the the first matchup in those sports where it's like, okay, let's really see what we are. And, you know, if you don't win it, it, it is tough to get excited about the prospects of that season. It's not the end-all, be-all, but – yeah, trust me, man. I, I I hear what you're saying. So I mean, it's it's. Uh, well, I know you recently moved up here because I've heard you on on the Mark Ryan show talking yeah. about it before. Okay, and and you're gonna get you're gonna get used to it, man. This it, it gets old after a while, and you know it just I'm so freaking sick of it. And it's not that we're losing. At least in this game, we were competitive. Let's be honest, we wasn't competitive in that football game. I mean, and I know it was close, and we made mistakes, but that was not a competitive football game. And you know. There's a lot of things going on right now with South Carolina football. I get it. We got to keep recruiting. I'm not saying let's kick Beamer out of there, but we've got to get some things fixed because that schedule's not any easier. And you can't continue to recruit at a high level if you're not making a bowl every fucking year. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. And, you know, because you know what happens Clemson, Georgia, every other school around you is going to negative recruit, and people are just not going to come there. I know everybody's talking about NIL. NIL is not going to matter. You've got to find a way to get to six wins. If you give these kids hope, they'll they'll come. But if you don't, then then it's over. So you know they've got to find a way to overcome. Anyway, listen, I appreciate you taking my call. I'm just being. It's just pisses me off that we can't beat them in any damn thing. It's up for women's basketball. Hey, that's what we're here for, man. We are here for you to vent and everybody else. And, hey, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, man. Take care. Again, guys, that's what we're here for. We're here for you to call in. You want to vent. You want to let it all out. You can do so. And uh, I feel like that was some frustration built up, not just from this basketball game tonight, but uh, some of the stuff happening with NIL and and the football game. But, you know, admittedly, guys, I mean, I'm 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 doing my best to stay positive after the game. But, I mean, listen, you, you – you had that ball game. You, you had it in your grasp, and and you could not finish the job. I mean, if you if you want to take it to that point, you know what I mean. So, um, Carolina's up by eleven at one point. You feel like it's you, you're you're well in control, and you're not able to uh, to close it out. So that that's that's obviously very frustrating. And I mean, you know, I I think the long the the long haul that this season, I think this team is poised to have a really good season, much better than I think we thought. Um, you know, tonight it's frustrating. Though. Tonight it's frustrating, especially when guys, Carolina, it felt like, again, out of a 40-minute game, they controlled that game for 
I mean, it felt like 30 minutes, 32 minutes of that game, South Carolina was in control and give Clemson credit. They won the most important. I mean, that that's the funny thing about basketball, guys, is like I, I sit there and watch a game like that. And there's no point in getting worked up or getting too high or too low because in basketball, guys, it, it really comes down to like the final 10 minutes. It really comes down to the final eight minutes. Like you, you go on a couple runs here and there and like you're able to dig yourself out of whatever hole you're in and and find a way. And then that's, you know, Clemson, I don't know that they played all that great until crunch time and that's when it mattered. And they found a way to win the game. So, guys, phone lines back open, 843-790-3377. Mike Morgan says you absolutely can't blow an 11 point lead. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's when you got a game in control like that. I think one of the biggest problems, guys, is, is nobody outside of Michi stepped up. Nobody outside of Michi stepped up, guys. Uh, 26 points for him. Outside of that, though, BJ Mack had 10, Clark had 10, nobody else in, in double digits. Taylon Cooper had five. Studi had four. Studi went. Studi went one of eight from the field. Just not a lot of help from Ichi tonight. Call from Skyler Keller. Skyler Keller, you're on the air. Hey, how are you? Hey, doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. What's on your mind, Skyler? So, I mean, I mean, we go back to the 11 point lead, you know, with South Carolina being up. Lamont Terrell, let's 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 not forget. I mean, we hear all kinds of things. We want to critique certain things or whatnot about South Carolina men's basketball, and we have multiple games that we've already won. Right, we're undefeated up until tonight. Mm-hmm. So. Lamont Paris, refer back to the season with Don Staley with last last year's season with the the uh, women's basketball team. Mm-hmm. So they go undefeated. They lose the one game. I want people to remember this, like listening tonight, listening period and beyond. We want to lose at least one game because people expect a W, right? Right. That's what they expect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it doesn't suck to lose against Clemson. Absolutely. I mean, because here we just we just lost against you know Clemson with our football team, and it seems like our women's basketball team is the only team who could sit there and win a damn game against Clemson. So we have a lot of wins ahead of us. I think Lamont Paris is the guy for the job. I think he's doing a phenomenal job, and I think that at the end of the day. I think that we still have a chance to to win it all. And I don't think that a lot of people still put that forward with Lamont Paris. So we still have a lot of games, and I think that we could win them. Um, I, I do think that there was a lot of crucial times to where we, we, we put our foot in our mouth. I mean, we should have won several games. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being up 11 points and then still losing this game, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So – as South Carolinians, I mean, we this sucks, but we still need to remember that we still have the drive, we still have the courage, you know, we still have the season ahead of us. Um, and we go back to to the women's basketball. Everybody wants to revolt right back to the women's basketball. I mean, Don Staley is a legend. She she's done her thing and she continues to do it. Lamont Paris is just getting started. So I just want fans, I just want all of us to remember, it's just getting started. We have multiple games, weekends, weeks ahead of us, and let's keep riding. I think very well said, my friend. Like you said, it's just getting started indeed. So very well said. All right, go game talk. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call. Really good stuff. I think good perspective there. I mean, listen, it's it's – Year two, Lamont Paris. Nobody is, nobody is excusing, you know, the game tonight and and not being. I mean, obviously, be frustrated, right? It makes sense. It's everybody's frustrated to lose that game, but, um, you know, he makes a good point from the standpoint of like, I mean, even me tonight, like you watch that, and my first, my biggest takeaways are okay. This is a good basketball team. Like those were two good teams, I thought. And again, that's not to say that I think South Carolina is going to go. Um, you know, finish top half of the SEC or anything. But 
the it, it kind of feels like the bar was in hell after last year. Like this team looks so much better. Now, the big thing for South Carolina basketball is you just can't let that loss turn into two. You, you can't let that carry over into the game against East Carolina because you still have an opportunity to finish non-conference play, I believe 12-1 and one, with one loss, which would be an incredible run through non-conference play. But again, guys, always tough to lose the arrival. And I mean, give Clemson credit, guys. They made they made the plays down the stretch and, and South Carolina uh, did not. And I mean, that's it's as simple as that. I mean, that's really what happened. I mean, it's it's Clemson made the plays. Carolina didn't, bottom line. Guys, phone lines back open, 843-790-3377. I see we've got some Clemson folks in here. Ian Rowland, Jonathan Hall's in here. Justin Kyle's in here. He's not a Clemson guy, but either way, Justin Kyle's in here. Zach Gale's in here. David Jackson, Madison Duncan, appreciate all you tuning in. Appreciate you all so much. Uh, Jonathan Hall, I don't know. You tell me. Did I pronounce it wrong? I have no idea. Either way, guys, going back through the stats, I thought South Carolina did a pretty good job of limiting P.J. Hall. I mean, he had 14 points, but, you know. Call from. Was a total Aiden. total team effort from Clemson. Six. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Uh, Hey, Chris. Uh, I'm a Clemson fan, but just want to say y'all are one hell of a team. Y'all are going to make a deep run in the tournament, I can tell. Y'all can improve so much from one of the worst teams in the SEC last year to probably maybe even top eight now. I hope you're right, Hayden. No, that, that was a great game. I mean, listen, I, I think Clemson's probably a tournament team this year. I think it's probably one of Brownell's best teams, if not his best team. Um, I mean, that was, you know, watching that as taking all the bias, all the fandom out of it, that was an objectively good basketball game between two good teams. And in that situation, a lot of times the home team wins. I mean, it's why I picked Clemson to win the game. I think it's just really hard to go on the road and win a rivalry game on the road. Clemson dealt with that last year against a bad South Carolina team and, you know, felt like it would be a tall task yep. for South Carolina to, to beat a good Clemson team on the road. So um, especially when you haven't played on the road all season. And, of course, Clemson won at Alabama. They won at, at uh, Pittsburgh. So they were battle-tested. and. Um, you know, uh, yeah, kudos to Clemson. They made the plays down the stretch. Yep. Pretty much. So, but, man, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much for calling in and, and good insight and perspective on the game, man. Yep, thank you. Good hey, Take care. Appreciate it. I, I appreciate that. That's good. Hey, I, I want to hear from the other side. We want to hear from the uh, opposing perspectives. The beauties and the banter, and uh, again, congratulations to Clemson on the win. Clemson earned that down the stretch, and, uh, you know, they earned it down the – I mean, that, that's all you can really say. I mean, Clemson was much more aggressive in the second half, outscored the Gamecocks 49-37. to I was surprised how bad Clemson was offensively in that first half. Give credit to South Carolina defensively for the plays they made, but Clemson, I think the last eight minutes or so, um, last eight minutes or so of the first half went scoreless, went 0 for 9 from the field. Again, I, I thought at many times, even in the second half, that South Carolina was still in control. Every time it seemed like Clemson would chip away, chip away, chip away, South Carolina hit a big three or they'd make a play or something would happen. And it was kind of like finally, finally the levy broke. You know what I mean? It like it it just finally gave out and uh in a night in which it felt like a pair of, of fighters going at it, Clemson had the last punch, and you got to give them credit for that. So, guys, phone lines are back open. Again, appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Juices NIL, stop it, Chris, before I ban you. I, just calling it like I see it, man. I mean, again, I'm, I'm you know, I, I leave that game again, man. I'm, I'm optimistic for the court cocks and, and the fighting quarter zips and, and what, uh, what they can do this year, uh, you know, missing free throws cost South Carolina greatly. You're absolutely right. Um, B.J. Mack, 3 of 13, only seven boards in a game. Um, Ian Rowland says you had another counter was coming, though. I mean, yeah, it, it normally does when you're playing a team at their place. It, it normally does. I, you know, I admittedly, Ian and the other Clemson fans in here, admittedly watching that game, I was thinking to myself, because I don't think Clemson played their A game, right? I, I don't I don't know that Clemson fans would say that. I mean, we've seen Clemson win at Bama, at Pitt, look really impressive offensively. 
that's why one of my biggest takeaways leaving this game is that Clemson's a really good team because good teams find ways to win games on not their best nights against quality opponents. And I think South Carolina, I'm not saying the Gamecocks are, are a top three or four team in the SEC, but I think they're much, much higher quality than they were last year. And Clemson found a way to pull out a gritty win on the home floor when they were not their best. And that's a sign to me of a good team. I think Clemson's probably a tournament team. And I'm not trying to, to I, I'm not trying to, you know, spend this call-in show heaping praise on Clemson. But I mean, you, you got to tip your cap. You, you got to give credit where credit's due. And, uh, you know, I think it's also giving credit to South Carolina. They didn't lose to a bad team. They didn't. They didn't, uh, you know, it, it, it's not like they lost to some scrubs. You know what I mean? Like, they went on the road, um, you know, took took Clemson to the wire, and it just wasn't enough. And the, I mean, the most disappointing thing, again, is that you, you had it in your grasp. South Carolina had it, and they could not finish it off. Uh, Austin Gregory says this, tonight was a reminder. It is okay to know you were low on a team coming into the season. However, recalibrating expectations off the first seven games is not acceptable. Yeah, I mean, Austin, I, I was, I was, I mean, I think I even said when I gave my season predictions, admittedly, that I was being somewhat conservative because, you know, the the the, the reports on a lot of these transfers was high. It was positive, but I mean, realistically, after last year, it's like let's let's see it play out. You know what I mean? And and even now, admittedly, Austin, everybody else, you know, seven and one, but first test, there's some encouraging things but SEC play is just going to be difficult there's just no other way to put it it's going to be difficult you, you're going to have to go back on the road like you're going to have to play in some hostile environment it's going to be very very tough so um you know I, admittedly I'm I'm still you know cautiously optimistic about South Carolina basketball but um it, it just looks different right I mean it looks different it, it, it's night and day different from last year Justin Kyle this team isn't finishing last in the conference. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. So, The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, S P or S U P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Bill says Chris Clemson's probably a tournament team. South Gun is clearly better. Unfortunately, this is coming off the mess of our football programs going through, and we needed this win. 
Yeah, Bill, it's it's funny. Um, I think a lot of people are a lot of the frustrations of football are bleeding into talking about the basketball game, which is just again goes to show you how how uh how much football moves the needle truly for us all. Chuck Burkett says, student of the game, Chris, you nailed the five point defeat. I, I mean, I just felt like Chuck, South Carolina would cover. I felt like they'd cover. I so, you know, I picked a five-point loss. Um, it, it happened to be five. You know, some late free throws helped that. It's crazy how good the guys in Vegas are, by the way. 139 and a half was the over-under. 139 is what the total finished at. 139. So, it's it's nuts. It's nuts how the guys in Vegas know. I was wondering if we were going to get a foul there late. Um I was wondering if we were going to get a foul there late to push it over, but we did not. So, um, let's see. Ruben Nation, if we win 20 games, I'll give Juice NIL $100. <laughs> uh, Eric Reese, yeah, here's a good point. Glad there's a motion involved in Gamecocks basketball again. Eric Reese, really good point. As sad as it sounds, just caring, just caring is a step in the right direction after last year, right? After last year where it's like, you know, it was uh, pretty brutal, pretty brutal. Let's see. Guys, phone lines are back open. We may take one more. If there's no more calls, that's totally fine. Again, like I mentioned, I did not think uh, that this was going to have quite the same energy, um, quite the same energy as a, a football call show. But still, a lot of good calls. I appreciate those that participated, those that called in the banter. John Rothstein, you guys probably all know who he is. John Rothstein said this on social media. There are no moral victories, but South Carolina showed something tonight in defeat on the road at Clemson. Gamecocks have enough to be a factor in the SEC. Tigers move to 8-0. and So, John Rothstein even took notice, which... You know, I mean, like he said, there's no moral victories, but if you're looking at it from the grand scheme of things, the biggest thing for this team is, and we'll talk about it more uh, on TDC, the biggest thing for this team, though, you got to respond the right way and go take care of BCU, right? You can't let the Clemson game beat you twice. You can't let a bad night turn into a bad trend of any kind, right? You got to get get yourself off the mat, go out on Saturday, I believe it is, and take it out on East Carolina. So if they can do that, and I think South Carolina's got the team, the group of veterans to do so, but if they can do that, I think South Carolina will be fine. Um, but, you know, when, again, guys, in a game like this where you're on the road against your arch rival, you got to play, I'm not going to say a perfect game, but you got to play a really clean, crisp game. And sometimes that's not even enough. And South Carolina just made some costly mistakes down the stretch that Clemson was able to at home with their crowd behind them, take advantage of. So let's jump with the lines here. One more call. Skylar Keller. Skylar Keller, what's up, man? You're on the air. Hey, man. Yeah, I know I just spoke a little bit ago, but I still had to uh, call back in because I still have um, some some questions. I mean, mm -hmm. I, know, I, I know this is more about basketball, but can we talk about football? Uh, we, we do. We can talk about whatever you like, man. Yeah, we can definitely talk football. All right, so what about Mario Anderson? <laughs> um, apparently, they are still trying to work something out behind closed doors. Um, if I were Shane Beamer, admittedly, maybe this is like TDC after dark, but if I were Shane Beamer, I would tell Mario Anderson to kick rocks and uh, worry about going getting Rocket Sanders or the Cheney kid there from Miami go. or Casey Adams from Georgia State or just any of the guys who are available. So that that's... Personally, <clears throat> personally, that's what I would do. I I, I think – I don't know the man. I, I think you – I don't know that you enter the portal if you're not going to go. I mean, kids can change their mind. We have no idea. But uh, the latest we know is he's going to enter the portal. So if something changes, we'll see. But I, I'm right there with you, kind of just following along and, and hanging on for dear life. So I I, uh, I want to jump into several of your calls and stuff. So I, I work from home a lot. I, I run a fire protection business. So um, I I sit there and listen to your, a lot of your shows or whatnot. And um, I want to jump in several times. But I just don't have the time to do it very often. It's actually my first time actually getting on tonight. 
I appreciate um, it, man. Great to and, have you. Yeah, and but during the football season, you know, I know you're on all the time. I follow you on uh, Twitter and stuff like that, or X, mm-hmm. what it is now. Oh, yeah. Um, and so one of my biggest questions that I've seen, because right now, obviously, you know, we are we are freaking losing people left and right mm-hmm. in the transfer portal. And and I guess one of the biggest questions <clears throat> is, is we're completely confused as to why Shane Beamer hasn't made any type of staff change, you know, coordinators, offensive, anything. Like, what's your take on that again? Because, I mean, I, I'm just completely confused. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love Clayton White. I don't think that we should lose him. I, I like Clayton. Um, I don't know about the whole Logan you know, logins, however you want to pronounce it. But uh, what is your take on that? I mean, I, I just don't get it. You know, I, I think staff changes are coming. We actually talked about this pretty in-depth on the show yesterday. But I, I do think the changes are coming when they're coming. I think more than likely, I, I think Shane Beamer is going to wait after the signing day. I would not be surprised if Shane Beamer waited until early January. A lot of these guys, a couple of these guys, their contracts run through the end of the year. Um, you know, the changes I think should be made. I, I think Clayton White should get the axe. I, I think Montario Hardesty absolutely should get the axe. I'd have no problem seeing there be a change at the leadership and strength and conditioning. Um, oh, yeah, that's an absolute. Yeah, so I mean, I but that's but I, I don't think, and this is just my guess, you know, Shane Beamer's on the road right now recruiting and he's he's posting on social media. He doesn't seem all that concerned with, with making staff changes. So I I, I think that that's something that's going to happen early January uh, after the the signing period or what have you, the signing day, which is on December the 20th after that passes. Um, but, I mean, I know that's not the answer people want to hear, right, because people want change now and they want to see some action being taken place. And I, I, I get it, man. It's frustrating. I mean, this new day and age of college football where, you know, guys are just up and leaving and you got the Juice Wells thing and he's getting his hair cut at the facility and it's, it's just a mess. I mean, I, I I totally get the frustration, man, but I, I think there will be changes. I'd, I'd be stunned if the staff stayed as is going into spring practice. And see, and that's kind of like what I look at. It. I understand he's out recruiting and and don't get me wrong. I just want to advocate for, for my household. Mm-hmm. We're – my, my my lady uh, graduated from USC, and um, one of the biggest things I saw today, actually, on X, um, Lane Kiffin took a picture of a damn Carolina golf cart mm-hmm. in South Carolina. Yeah, so he was actually uh, – people were wondering what that was. Based off my understanding, Lane Kiffin was uh, in town visiting the facility uh, visiting Juice Wells. So apparently Juice Wells to Ole Miss is a possibility. So that that is that was a real thing. And uh yeah, that's why uh yeah, that that that's why that picture was posted. And see, and that's kind of like what my biggest feeling was. I figured that's exactly what it was, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously Juice Wells, I mean, we all look all year long. Um, I mean, for God's sake, I mean, here he was at the end of the season going Twitter heck, heck crazy mm-hmm. um, and then turning around and just like being like, okay, fuck you, Gamecocks. I mean, I'm just going to go on about doing my own thing <laughs> and, and kind of let this in the dark or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's another topic for another day. But, I mean, it's frustrating. I mean, as Gamecocks, as South Carolinians, I mean, obviously we're two Gamecocks. I mean, we love University of South Carolina. Um, but I do have another question when it comes into mm-hmm. the quarterback role. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know Spencer's, you know, doing his thing, and we really appreciate him because I think he did a phenomenal job. Um, it was a struggle the first year in 21. Um, I think he did decent last year. I mean, he finished well. Um, Lenore Sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he seemed to be sneaky at sometimes. Obviously, you know, Shane Beamer's made in the, the post-game conference. You know, yeah, he wasn't supposed to sit there and do that, but a run 36-yard touchdown. Um, do you think that with Luke Doty coming back, do you think he's going to dive in to, to, to get another quarterback by chance? 
So I think South Carolina, and this comes from my good buddy Brad Crawford of 24-7 Sports, I, I think the Gamecocks will add potentially multiple quarterbacks out of the portal. Now, I don't, I don't think they're going to add guys necessarily to come in and and start. I, I think they're really comfortable with Lenora Sellers being the guy. Um, I think Luke Doty That's at this question. point, I, yeah. I, I think he's a wide receiver. I, I really do. I, I just – I don't know, man. I, I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see Luke Doty being much of a factor in the quarterback competition. You never know. I will say this. I think the Gamecocks add at least one quarterback out of the portal. Yeah, I, I think adding a veteran guy for competitive depth. Um, but I don't think they're going to go out there and get like a starter. So I, I, I don't know that you're really going to see South going to be all that active. Uh, if you're following along with the portal, which it sounds like you are, you know that uh, – Oh, yeah. The asking price for these quarterbacks, if you're getting starters, they are very expensive. So you're not getting those guys that just come in and compete. They're going somewhere to play. So, anyways, all that being said, I, I think you'll see South Carolina pick up a quarterback or two. Uh, I don't know that it's really going to be, though, to, to, like, take the job or anything. I, I think they're confident in moving forward with Lenora Sellers. Okay, and so I, I don't know how much time you got. Are we good? Or Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, obviously, we struggled against our offensive line. We all know that this season. Mm -hmm. um, there's probably at least two games that we come close. Well, one game against Florida we should not have lost, um, being up 10 points um, in the final moments. But And then plus against Texas and then we had the opportunity to win the football game. Um, so, with the offensive line and our runner back situation, mm -hmm. What do you see? I mean, because I don't necessarily like – I understand we got so much more ahead of us. I mean, obviously, it's the end of the season. We've got so much more time ahead of us. I mean, looking at it from where we are right now, mm -hmm. I mean, do you see – I mean, because I'm looking at the 2024 prospect as of right now. We're at, what, ranked 19 mm -hmm. nationally? Yeah. Um, so what, what, what do you see? I mean, him going after and, like, what – what the hell are we looking at? I mean, what what do we expect? I mean, what 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 should we be looking for? I mean, because obviously it's not working. Even with having a an offensive line like we've had this year, I mean, coming into this season, we were expecting to see a little bit more with Shane Beamer, like a little bit better offensive line. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we should have had a better offensive line protecting our quarterback, who should have freaking succeeded very well this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think there were misses in the portal last year that's, uh, that caused the offensive line to struggle. Um, a couple of those guys they went and got from the FCS level that just did not pan out and did not contribute. Uh, you then saw them had to lean on youngsters, guys like Trovon Bow, Jatavia Shivers, uh, Marquis Anderson before he got hurt, Big True Babalade at the tackle spot. And I think those guys played well. I mean, I think when it comes to the offensive line, man, you, you, you like to build through the portal if you can. But I think a lot of that is going to be recruiting. I mean, they've got Cam Pringle coming in, Josiah Thompson coming in. They've, they've got some big-time dudes that are coming in. And so the portal should – excuse the portal. But the offensive line should take a, a big step forward next year. I mean, granted, it can't be much worse than it was this past season. Uh, okay. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think the O-line will come along. Carolina has just got to worry about going out and getting, you know, some capable running backs to run behind that group. And I mean, but certainly the offensive line was South Carolina's undoing. And, uh, you know, again, if you can go add two or three power five contributors in the offensive line, mix that with the youth you have, mix that, the, the very talented youth, I should say, mix that with the veterans you do have coming back. I think Jalen Nichols probably returns. I think uh, Vershawn Lee will probably return. So there will be some pieces there, and uh, the offensive line should be in a position to take a step forward. You would like to think so. My friend, I appreciate the call, man. We are going to we are gonna run. We're going to get a couple more, and then we're going to jump out of here. But, uh, dude, I appreciate it. Hey, if you want to hey, call back you, in, sir. man. Go Gamecocks. Yeah, go Gamecocks. We do this every single day, noon to two. So be sure to give us a call back, man. We'll talk some football. I appreciate you. Uh, really good stuff, guys. Again, that, that just kind of goes to show you that the – the convo switches to football as we wind down here on the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call and show. Gamecocks fall to the Clemson Tigers, seventy-two to sixty-seven. I see the Clemson fans in here talking trash. Clemson owns USC. I listen. I get it. Clemson earned it. Um, Clemson earned it, and 
Can't take it away from him, man. I mean, listen, Clemson made those plays down the stretch, like I mentioned, and uh, South Carolina did not. And I think, obviously, being at Little John Coliseum was uh, a big difference maker in the ball game. I think South Carolina still the the, the future is brighter this season. Uh, I think this team is obviously night and day different for last year, but you know, I think there were some things. Obviously, Michi Johnson kind of being a one man show tonight. Uh, Clemson had the advantage down low. I thought they were much more well-rounded as a basketball team. And, again, they just – they cut it on late when they had to and made the big plays. And and, and it's unfortunate because South Carolina had it in their grasp. We're not able to capitalize, but uh, give Clemson a lot of credit. Tip the cap, man. They were they were really good when it counted. So, um, and outside of that, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Be sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube, by the way. Hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we go live. We'll drop new video content as well. Um, thank you so much to all those that called in. Bill, I see your comment. Thank you so much, Bill, and all, everybody else who called in. Thank you all so much for the banter, the discussion, the comments, whether it be on YouTube, it be on Facebook, it be on X, it be in our Discord, whatever it might be. Uh, truly do appreciate each and every single one of you guys. We drop daily podcasts as well. This will drop via podcast form tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Eastern. On my morning birds out there, you'll hear this first thing in the morning. If you want to go back and listen to anything that took place into the conversation, if you will. Um, and, of course, follow us on social media, X, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you get your content. We are there at the Spurs Up Show. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Wednesday night, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.